to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 353 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life. And uh, we made it this week. Yeah, we made it this week. And um, yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm starting to lose track of days and what's happening. Fortunately, somebody told me on Friday that Monday was a holiday. Otherwise, I would have gone to work. Yes. Uh, which was good. So uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, what have you been up to? Wow. What haven't I been up to? It's been very busy around here lately. Uh, oh, I've been I, the opposite. I've been like in a cave. I, I, was wait- like. I was waiting for you to tell me an amazing story. But you said you were sick, weren't you, last week? Yeah, I was, I was sick last week. Was uh, it COVID? Just- did no, you get a no, test? no, 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 just a uh, stomach, stomach bug thing. Was the test, uh, well, someone I know, won't say names, the COVID test was the worst thing that they've ever had done to them in their whole life. I It was way worse than I expected. It's, it's probably, yeah, it was probably worse. It's worse than a prostate exam, put it that way. You didn't, you didn't talk to someone on the phone for 10 minutes and then ball your eyes out, did you? Uh, no. No, uh, I think I said to a couple of people, uh, that was worse than I expected because I, I mean, I, I, I did a drive-in test, right? Yeah. I had to sit there for a bit to get the tears out of my eyes so I could start driving. I couldn't yeah, just yeah. like drive off. I was like, holy crap! And you know, my nose isn't very straight. I don't no, know if that, that had anything to do with it. Or I, rec- not. I, I reckon that is. I reckon that probably leads them to believe they have to use a bit more force. <laughs> I don't know. It just was. It, yeah, I, it wasn't good. Who, who, oh, no, you, you can't tell me. All right. No, all right. no, uh, uh, my favorite anti vaxxer at the moment because <laughs> they have to have one every week because they're at work. Anyway, <laughs> oh, the yeah, just get a jab and get over it, bro. <laughs> I know. Actually, this guy, just talking about that real quickly, this guy on Reddit, he was saying, uh, that he's been trying to get his family members, his anti vax family members, to get vaccinated, um, a lot. And, he said, maybe this will work for your people. And he turned around to them and because they, they kept saying to him, why do you keep going on and on about this? And he says, I care about you and I don't want to be looking after your children if you end up in ICU. Like, and he kept saying that, kept saying that, kept saying that. And he said, look, if you're so against it, why haven't you come out and told me not to get it? Why have you not been very vocal on telling me why I should not get this vaccine? And he goes, they couldn't because their argument's bullshit. And then they went and got the vaccine. So <laughs> anyway, good. Um, there's a couple of things. That I, I do want to say something. So I yeah. saw a post on Facebook about, oh, I don't know, it, it was a week or two ago. And it said something like, it was American based, but I mean, it's, it's relevant here. It said, police walking off the job that won't take vaccine. Teachers walking off the job won't take vaccine and, yeah. and medical staff walking off the jobs won't take vaccine. So we're losing cops that don't believe in public health, teachers that don't believe in science, and uh, nurses that don't believe in medicine. I yeah. fail to see the problem here. That's right. There is no problem. It'll be good. Uh, so this week, I uh, the main reason I couldn't really do the podcast last week is because I had like so many random people from Facebook coming around to our house. Because I managed to get my hand on like two thousand pots, and okay. once I li- once I list them on Facebook, people can't get enough of the free of the really cheap plastic pots. 
So I was selling these pots like a madman. And then uh, someone goes, I'll take all like some, like one person took 1100 in one go. So I was like, oh, that's easy. So uh, yeah, no. So I had people coming and going all How over the place. How much were you selling them for? 10 cents each if you want some, Chris. Oh, I don't, what am I going to do with pots? I've got access to probably another 20,000. So, you know. So anyway, I was dealing with that, which is um, very time consuming and they're all crazy. Uh, there's never any normal people on Facebook, I've learned. <laughs> and and like, like, seriously. <laughs> uh, so that happened. And then I had a close call at work the other night, actually two nights in a row, but one was worse than the other. So when I'm driving back, I had the, I thought I was going to crap myself. Literally, right. it was. Sounds so like int- my, it sounds like my stomach bug. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what it was, but it was very, very intense. And when you're driving back, into Hamilton at night. and you're, so you're, coming, you're right out of town, right? Yep, yep. And you're coming back and you don't want to be slowed down. You don't want to stop because it's touch and go, literally. And uh, <laughs> you know what's going down the motorway as you come into Hamilton through all the roadworks? Some dude, I've never seen this before at night, some dude on a scooter, like a actual petrol-powered scooter. And he will not speed up. He cannot go any faster. You can't overtake him. So I'm rage yelling at this guy through the windscreen, trying not to crap myself. Um, pretty much, pretty much, just drove into the door at work and ran in like a madman. I was okay. I made it, but uh, that it was pretty crazy. Close, close call. Well, close you know call. what they say: get better work stories. Um. That is get a better work story. Try not to crap yourself, because then, because I'm like, if this happens, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to explain it to like the boss or someone, and clean up a whole bunch of stuff oh my gosh and then on top yeah and then on top of all that at the same time diego the flatmate's moving out oh is he oh no so he's taken a full-time job with container door so he's moving to auckland oh okay all right which is cool good for him but the weird thing is i think container door forgot it was a long weekend so they must have got an advert from another company or something and they must have gone oh shit we need to advertise it's a long weekend and we've got deals. So they got Diego to do all this work remotely. So hadn't seen him for like a couple of days. But then Diego's like, you know what? I really need to move up on the weekend. I should go car shopping on Friday with a very, <laughs> with a very limited budget. So I went around uh, looking at cars uh, with our favorite Brazilian. And uh, do you know what type of car he gets? Something like your old one. No, that would make sense. A seven-seater minivan. What? It's got lots of room, Chris. He can cart all the stuff around. I was going to say, is that, is that where he's living? <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put it past him. And, no. and let's face it, he's going to Auckland. Hey, I'm sure there are parking slots for your houses all over the place there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the recruiter that got him the job had a spare room because I was like, where are you living? And he goes, oh, the recruiter's got a room that I'm renting off them. Uh, but he starts full-time work tomorrow, but he went to Auckland and he got through the border and everything. And then on the way back, he had trouble with the car. So oh, the car, yeah. So the car people are all good to look at it, but they can't look at it till tomorrow. And he doesn't know if he's got enough time tomorrow because he's working full-time, like full retard, uh, to drop, drop this car off. It's all sorts of crazy. So half his stuff's in Auckland, half of it's here. And he said he can work remotely for like maybe a week. And then he's really got to go up there. And I said, oh, that's cool. 
And I said, what's, you know, what sort of gear have they got? And he goes, well, in the interview, they were telling me that they've got a big camera and a little camera. <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool, bro. Maybe they can upgrade you. But they've got a, apparently they've got a studio space. Um, he's actually got a, it's a 12-month contract for somebody that's on maternity leave. So he, 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 he's taking photos of the stuff they're going to sell. No, it, it, it's, yeah, he is doing photos of everything they sell, graphic design, and marketing material. Because I was going to say, isn't the whole point of Container Door that they they buy the whole lot at one time? So they must get samples sent to them because they've yeah, got they a they they've got a showroom where they don't sell anything. They've got one of almost everything. Gotcha. Oh, that makes mm. sense. Anyway, um, yeah, just also <laughs> crazy. Just, uh, and because I was like, we're looking at cars, and I'm like, I don't even know if he's got a proper license. And then. <laughs> And then he pulled out a full drive, a New, Ze- full New Zealand driver's license. So, oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, it's really hard to tell with uh, Diego. I uh, love him, but he's so enig- enigmatic. That is the word for him. He's, That's the he, one. He could be a spy. He should be a spy because you just don't know. What's oh, going on. he could be. He could be. <laughs> he could literally come. He could literally turn around and go. Uh, uh, I've actually just been killing people when I go out on my bike. <laughs> And I'd just be like, yep. Actually, yeah, to be honest, that'd be it. Just like, yeah, okay. Uh, so that's yeah. what's been happening in my world. So talking about crazy, um, Go. You, have you heard much about this truth social thing? Yes, a little uh, a little bit. All right. So um, just let's let's recap a little bit of what went went, went on before. So yeah. um, Trump got kit booted off Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, good. I think it was just Twitter at, the, at first, though. Um, and so he... he was going to revolutionize social media. And that's he right. created this blog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> called, yeah. It's, it's, called it's Office amazing 45. Blog. Yeah. Because it's the office of the 45th president. But it's the cheapest domain he could find, no doubt. And um, that quote, unquote, blog, because it looked like a 90s blog. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that's right. Um, you know, uh, that lasted a whole 29 days before he put it out of its misery because it didn't have the engagement he was expecting. That's right, because he got all upset because no one was engaging with it. He didn't understand how <laughs> blogs work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He thought it was like Twitter. Uh, so he got rid of it in 29 days. Then they had Gitter, G-E-T-T-R. He, um, he created Gitter. Oh, I hadn't heard of that one. And that was hacked within hours, and um, it was. Oh, shut is, that down. The, is that the new one that no, he's done now? No, oh. it, yeah, I didn't even hear about it. I no, I hadn't heard about that it one. afterwards. Oh, so, okay. um, but a load of um, people jumped on and created profiles, and the hackers just sucked all their data. <laughs> so yeah, all yeah. these <laughs> Republican passwords and freaking addresses nice. and names and all that. So that was right. So that, that ended up getting kicked. So now he's created Truth Social. Now it's mm. not even launched yet. It's launching next year, but it's already been. Oh, back. I thought it had just launched. No, well, I've heard a couple of different things, but it's an off-the-shelf software <coughs> which was not set up correctly. Yes. Surprise, surprise. And somebody had jumped, managed, found it, and got into it, and they created a Donald J. Trump account. Nice. Which as you, you, do. you would think, you know, he would probably stop that from being able to be happened, but no. And so they took a photo within hours, posting the photos of a pig defecating on its own. Because um, oh, um, he, he's, he's got 30 days to um, stop breaking the rules of the software. 
because I, I just I'm looking here. I didn't realize he's got the Trump Media and Technology Group (TMTG). Uh, they have basically ripped off Mastodon, which Mastodon is a secure ne- uh, social media network, which is based like Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, their logo is a woolly mammoth thing. Yeah, I think I've heard but, of it actually. Yeah, yeah. So they've forked off from Mastodon, but they've done some stuff where they've broken the code or it's not open source or something. So, so is that a little bit like Mighty Networks? No, Mighty, I think, was the one that sort of was mesh networking amongst people. This one is literally looks like Twitter. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, anyway, it was um, – I, I thought the whole thing was hilarious because he, 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 he can – continues to impress me with how stupid he, he actually can be. Wow, and also he just seems to, like, I don't know if he's just going on Fiverr and picking some dude that's cheap and going, hey, set this up for me. Uh, well, yeah, that's, uh, or he's probably getting his kids to do it because they're ingeniouses and everything. Um, <laughs> Did you, talking about social media, you've seen all the headlines about Facebook's going to change its name? I heard, a, I heard something about it, but I didn't get any details. So what's the story? Well, the headline is Facebook is going to change its name. But it's Facebook Inc., which owns and runs Facebook, WhatsApp, and all Instagram. Oh, so right, right, right. the social media app's probably going to stay the same, yeah. even though the headline sounds like it was going to change. It's the parent company because they slowly like, want to... Like when um, Google became ABC or whatever it was. Alphabet, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, whatever it was. And, and they want to... I think Facebook wants to uh, rem- like distance themselves a little bit. So, yeah, Facebook people are dumb. wants to distance themselves from Facebook because it's such a shit product. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so I, I I posted something this week on the um, Alec Ball. Oh, you saw my post. Um, I did. I replied to it. Yes, you did. So I, I thought it was worth mentioning So um, because not everybody's listening to my – well, reading my uh, Facebook tweets or posts, obviously. But Alec Baldwin was, you know, had, had the shooting incident. He killed yes. his director of photography or cinematographer – and uh, injured the director. Um, director, I assume all in the one shot. I assume we assume so. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and and you know, and I, I made this point that okay, I've once I've shot a film in the in the states, and I know I'm, I forgot I, completely about that until you. I read your post, and I was like, holy shit, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we used real guns um, because we're in Nevada. Because uh, they're a dime a dozen, you can just buy a big man. Oh, dude, and they give the you guy just gun. had a whole whole pile in his car. Like everybody had a gun in their car. It was actually yeah. quite scary. So anyway, um, I get given this gun. It looks like a submachine gun, but it's a, and it sort of is, but it takes a clip of an, a nine millimeter clip. So it's still it's considered a pistol. Oh yeah, repeat thing. Is- but yeah, anyway, I get. I get that, and it's got no magazine in it. So there's like there's literally nothing in it, and they check, you know they um, clear the chamber, however yeah. they do that, and there's no bullet down the spout, and there's nothing yeah. clipped in. That's cool. They give it to me. I've only ever shot things here using plastic guns or maybe a metal model, or we had those airsoft ones, but they had no charges in, so they're yeah, effectively yeah. metal models as well. So this is a real gun, but I keep thinking or kept acting as if it was a, a, a fake one because that's what I'm used to, right? Yeah, and sorry, of course. Despite the fact it's got no bullets in it, um, no magazine, I was not allowed to put my finger on the trigger. No. Because if they saw me do that, they would go freaking spare. And I was not to 
point it in an unsafe direction, basically yeah. at anyone. So my first got called up when I started using the gun in my hand to point things out. Hey, why don't you move over there? <laughs> like <laughs> they freaked the hell out. And I'm like, what, what? Oh, I, oh yeah, it's real gun. I keep forgetting. That's right. um, yeah. Anyway, so every at the beginning, every scene, the armor had come over, checked that I hadn't found a magazine somewhere and slapped it in there. And I had yeah, found yeah. a bullet somewhere and put it in the, in the thing. And he checked that, which is fine. But at the time, to me, I thought, this is overkill, isn't it? Apparently not. <clears throat> apparently not. And he did that with every gun on set. I think it was four, three or four guns um, uh, from the different angles. I think that's the big question. Like heaps of people asking why. Well, they've said a live round, but they haven't clarified if it was an actual bullet or a blank. Yeah. So I, it sounds like it was a bullet. Well, Somebody that, put that, a that, bullet. Well, they haven't. Yeah. Well, no one really knows. But I assume it is a bullet to... Uh, kill one person into the other one yeah. but i don't know but the question is like where did that come from because they shouldn't have had any bullets they on shouldn't them. have bullets live bullets on even on set on site they shouldn't have but them. they this but they already had to took the stuntman had already misfired a gun twice on set by accident so did you watch the video that i posted with that no. little thing okay so the guy who was really good he's he's one of the these guys and he goes okay Let's clear up some some vernacular first because this is screwing all these people up. First of all, this gun is a prop. Anything you take is a prop. If you use a phone, whether it's a real phone or not, it's a prop. All right, this gun yeah. is a real gun. It's not but- a prop gun. This is a prop gun, and he shows a prop gun. He says the reason this is called a prop gun is they've put uh, wedged things in to the, yeah. like it was a revolver, you can't put bullets in it. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. You, cannot, you can put smaller blank things in it that it, it'll take those things, but it won't take a bullet. Oh, yeah. Right? So, but he wasn't using a prop gun. No, no. He was using a real gun as a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then That's the crazy. other thing he said was, and we he- keep hearing misfires. A misfire is when you pull the trigger and nothing happens. Oh, true. That's not what happened. It, yes. it worked. He just it, didn't hit anyone. <laughs> it functioned as it should by firing a bullet out the end when you pull the trigger. So when they said it, they had misfires before, I'm thinking they actually mean they had yeah. live rounds being or, or, or shots being uh, fired. Some sort off. of shot firing. Anyway, it's so pretty. Anyway, the upshot of it all is if I'm a an amateur on an unpaid shoot and we're going through that level of safety, how can someone as experienced as Alec Baldwin um, and as, you know, with the whole crew that presumably are experienced getting yeah, paid? Yeah, they said that quite a few steps must have been skipped to get to that point because yeah. there should have been quite a few people looking at things. There's a big argument online if Alec Baldwin should have been checking this gun or not, even but, though he got told. Well, well, that's one know. of the things is the guy that I told you he kept change, uh, clearing the chamber. He was showing me. I, I didn't know what I was looking at, so it didn't make much. Yeah. But every time he handed the gun to whoever, yeah. you go, no magazine, but no, his his assist- chamber is empty, and gave it to him, but every the, person. But the assistant director gave it to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Which is weird. Anyway, uh, very terrible, sad news. It, uh, it, it is terrible news. And um, I am interested to find out what happened. But yeah, I, I, you got to feel sorry for, you know, obviously her husband and, and kid and stuff. Because uh, that's the last thing you want to. Because uh, the other thing is someone said, like, on sets they've been on, if they ever do a shot 
pointing at the camera down the barrel of the camera, they will have a um like a perspex like a bulletproof shield. Yeah, so sometimes for the crew as well. Yeah, sometimes you want a shot in, in film so that the bullets coming out the end of the you know. Oh no, they camera. said they do it even if they're not shooting, like even if they just point it. Because the three rules of a gun is you never point it at somebody. You always treat it as completely live. You only point it at something if you want to actually kill it. And the fourth one is you never put your finger on the trigger unless you assume you're going to shoot. Yeah. like. But, yeah, so one of the ones I was saying uh, talking about, they said, you know, if they are going to actually pull the trigger, they want to see a, a flame yeah, yeah. and they're not using – because obviously in our one we were using After Effects or whatever. Yeah. Um, in but production, but they said if if you're doing that, you don't have any crew there. Oh, no, no, not put at all. A shield in front of the camera to protect the camera, only to protect yeah, the camera, yeah. even if it's a blank, um, which is normally right. is what it is. But you just get everybody behind the gun. There's nothing yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of the gun. That's weird. Yeah. Hey, did you see DJI's new camera they brought out? No, no. It's called a DJI Ronin 4D camera i did see an ad for a 4d camera and i was like wow i wonder what that smells like no no i'll send i've sent you a link open that up and look at it it's the world's first four axis camera holy so that means um your is it your yeah it does everything so dji been making drones and little cameras and everything and stabilizers so they've just gone like we'll put it all into the cinema camera you can get a 6k or an 8k version they're like I think it's eight thousand and eleven thousand US dollars, so it's really cheap for what it can do. And the camera lens has lidar in it, so it uses that to focus. So even if it's dark, the camera can focus on things without having to do it however it normally does it. You know, when you fly a drone and you can fly a so drone it's for like got a deposit here, but it doesn't say how much it is. No, no, no. That's just the New Zealand supplier, and it's a hundred and fifty dollar deposit, and then you'll pay. Uh, whatever the price is when it comes out. You imagine just being able to do that, just go, yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I, if, yeah. But, but what they've cool. also done as well, this camera's got, uh, you know how that you fly a drone and you can fly a drone for up to like two kilometers or something? Yeah. Well, they've got that technology in this camera so you can beam the image it's shooting, only in 1080 though, non 4K, but in 1080, you can like beam it to a monitor that they make for like like up to two kilometers away or something stupid. Wow. So anyway, that was, I think it was a pretty left field. Like, I don't think anyone really knew it was coming out. They were just like, hey, we made this thing. That looks really weird, but uh, here you go. It looks so cool. The use case for it looks excellent. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that it's so light and stable. Oh. Um, well, you yeah. get rid, you don't have to have a huge gimbal for your camera. Like, they just combined a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that looks okay. pretty cool. Well, we'll have a link to that um, in the show notes as well. If you want to buy us one. Uh, we'll let yeah. you. Yeah, if, if you want to, um, yeah, donate one to the Chris and Sam podcast, we would. Hey, oh, uh, I had I it. had a follow on from the other week. Did you see the video of Bezos interrupting Shatner? I watched the whole thing. The bit where he, he at the end, Shatner started talking, and Bezos just like butted in front of him, and then tried offering him some champagne or something. Oh yeah, it was weird. And eh? then he shakes it, and then he didn't know what to do with the bottle, and he just dropped it and wandered off. So. William Shatner's a recovering alcoholic. So everybody online was like, what the hell are you doing? His wife died because she drank so much. She drowned in the sparkle, one of his four wives. So that was a you really. Know, I, I didn't yeah. realize he was an alcoholic. No. It was a weird moment. That's and why. I noticed that. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. I just thought oh, I'd wow. bring... I didn't okay. realize it. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was weird. and I. But I just thought Bezos was a bit of a. 
Oh, he's a bit of a dick, oh, right? They, like he really didn't have any social cues in in that moment. No, because I don't think he know knew what to do. No, him and <laughs> him and um, what's his name from Facebook should actually get on really well. They probably will. They'll be robots. I would together. love to watch them have a conversation because it'd be like two puppets where the people doing the voices aren't actually in the same room. No, and you just don't know who's talking at what time or which way they sing. It would be hilarious. (laughs) That's right. I can tell you about a drone rescue for dogs, or I can tell you about the largest storage battery that they want to build in New Zealand. I'll do both, but we'll start with dogs. Okay. So there's, I don't know if you heard about this, but there were some dogs that were stranded on a volcano in Spain. Oh, I know. Okay. Is and, it the, oh, no. It was Italy was the one that was recently exploding and all that. That's right. This is, in, yeah, you're right, but this was in Spain. Right. So yeah. everybody in Spain, all the animal lovers got really, really behind this because a Spanish drone company got on board and started flying in and dropping food to these dogs because they were really, really starving. They dropped food and water to these dogs. And there's, um, I think, three of them. And then how do you drop water? They, I don't know. These guys have got these are huge drones because they were working out and they were, uh, I think they just got approval to fly a drone in because the dogs got used to the drones. So they said, We're going to pick the dogs up with the drones. Like, right. I don't, how you, how you I don't do know. That? Like, they, like, I think they land a net maybe and then they pick a dog up at a time. So that was like a week ago. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if they've done it yet. Cause if they have, that'd be cool. Uh, so they flew over there, and the dogs aren't there, and a banner's appeared, and it says the dogs are fine. Um, <laughs> and, 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 there's, and there's some human footprints. So they reckon that the temperature dropped down to about 40 to 70 degrees Celsius, and somebody's managed to run up there <laughs> and somehow grab these dogs and leave a little note. But nobody knows who that was. So these guys are all gearing up, and uh, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um, that, that's just hilarious. That's that's crazy. Um, okay, so what's about what about this? Uh, tell me about this. Um, this yeah. Thing. So so Well Networks, who I used to work for, disclaimer, who cares? But um, they have lodged a resource consent to build the country's first large scale energy storage battery. So they're they're partnering with an energy specialist called Infratech. It's going to be a 35 megawatt battery bank, and they reckon it could meet the demand of up to 2,000 homes, and it'll act as a reserve if there's um, periods of high demand or peaking. And they're just like, yeah, we just want to build this giant battery bank. Uh, I, I, you, you know how the flywheel storage system works? Yeah, you sort of. Heard, heard of that? So you've got this huge disk, right? So about the size of uh, a building, like, you yeah. know, in diameter, usually below the ground. And you use a little bit of energy power to keep kicking it. Yeah. And it, and it eventually builds up a spin. And then it, you, you're basically ending up trickle-feeding it, this power. Oh. And then when we want to take power off it, it generates power because this huge big disc is spinning and it, you know, little rubber wheels or whatever will hit onto it and, and generate power off it. Okay. And so it's a way of, of storing uh, energy. The benefit of that is it doesn't take a whole bunch of lithium 
No, you we know, want all the lithium. <laughs> it doesn't take a whole bunch of all these chemicals and all the rest of it. No, I just don't fine. know why we don't no, do the flywheel thing. No, we need batteries. Uh, it'll only cost $25 million. They think it'll be commissioned by this time next year, once they get the go-ahead. Okay. And it's got a 20-year lifespan. Oh, that's, that's good. And is that happening in the Waikato? Did you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, I don't know where. Probably, I don't know. Could be anywhere. Okay. But yeah, they seem to think that uh, it'll help support the charging of EVs and maximize the benefits of solar power and provide backups and all sorts. I think from a, uh, don't quote me on this because I have no idea what I'm talking about, but literally the setup, I think, is quite simple because it's just huge batteries as opposed to big substations and stuff, which has probably got more moving bits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it'd be pretty simple. It'd be like, it'd be like a, I, I imagine it being like a rack space for a server farm. No, not, oh, sort of. I'll show you. They've, they've, uh, that's the photo that they've used. Oh, okay. It's just a block of batteries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. What have you got coming up? Um, I am, well, by the time you're listening to this, to, the, tomorrow, I will be um, doing a workshop for four weeks, uh, four two-hour sessions, four, four weeks, four sessions, two-hour sessions over two weeks, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Nice. So uh, helping people outline their talks, which would be cool. I'm looking forward to that. We'll see how that goes. Um, otherwise, oh, and I might be, it looks like I'm going to be back doing the Canadian um, after-school Talking to children on the uh, internet. To children on the internet thing. So, uh, well, oh, that's only cool. one hour a week, but yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. It's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, giant pumpkin seedlings that are almost ready, and we've got nowhere to sell them. So, I'm bringing them all home, and I'm going to. I've, I've created a booking system online for all these people. I think there's, t- I don't know, twenty of them at the moment, and they're all going to be coming in the next week. And I've got a house inspection on Thursday, so that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, I'll be busy with more randos, but I think I can only do the seedlings. I don't, I don't think I can do the seedlings and the pots at the same time. So I'm going to have to concentrate on seedlings this week and then go pick up another couple of thousand pots next week. Maybe can you just put the pots in the, um, in the shed out the back or. Oh, maybe, but I'm just worried about like with the pot people, they're so weird. And I've got to sometimes count them like this dude turned up and he wanted 10. Like people are coming to get a dollar's worth of pots and then they're like, oh, I want a hundred. And then, and then I, I can barely understand the dude. So he's like, blah, 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 something, something veggie. I'm like, excuse me. And then he goes, and then he just gives me money. And I'm like, okay. And I don't know. It's all rather strange. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. No, that's all I'm up to. Um, so. Um, okay. Till next time. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.